Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. In 2019, U.S. Bank donated $60 million to charitable organizations, and employees volunteered 334,000 hours to good causes. In this episode of Cause Talk Radio, I speak to Sophie Rich, Senior Vice President and Foundation Managing Director for U.S. Bank, about how their charitable giving has evolved over the years and gotten much more focused on strengthened communities at home, work, and play. We talk about their longstanding partnership with Habitat for Humanity International and how that relationship has also evolved alongside the bank's social impact strategy. We also discuss the pivots they've had to make due to the COVID-19 pandemic and becoming more comfortable elevating stories of impact more publicly. Well, hello, Sophie Rich, and welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Thank you. Would you give us, just start out by telling us a little bit of a brief overview of your background, because it's super interesting, and how you came to be at U.S. Bank, and then maybe just a little bit about what you do there now. Uh, My background has primarily been in the nonprofit and NGO sectors, both here in the U.S. as well as globally. Uh, And it's had a a massive influence on how I see the world. Uh, So a little bit later, we're going to be talking about home, and I was thinking about the influence at that time on on how I view home and, and access to, to safe, sustainable housing. And uh, I really see it as a human right. Uh, and it's that influence of, of getting access to kind of a global view of home. Uh, and, and many countries across the world see it as a human right. And it's very much how, how I view it. And that certainly influences the work that I do today. Uh, so it's that um, that work internationally and nationally was primarily on policy uh, issues as well as fundraising. And uh, later in that work, I ran fundraising for a national organization that did affordable housing. Uh, and uh, it was from that experience that I really uh, got connected to U.S. Bank, uh, being able to bring my experience of uh sort of the other side, right, uh, on the fundraising side to a foundation management role uh, has been, I think, really valuable to the bank. Uh, I bring a level of awareness and sensitivity to the, the role of the grantee and their experience in engaging with foundations. And there's a lot of conversation with that um, going on today. Uh, and, uh, and so I've been, I've been really excited to be able to bring that view to my role here at U.S. Bank, which is to, to manage the U.S. Bank Philanthropic Foundation. Uh, and uh, through that work, we manage about $45 million every year in philanthropic gifts across the country. Well, in the past, um, I think pretty commonly with large corporations, U.S. Bank had a very kind of all-encompassing approach to social responsibility and embraced a general platform of economic development, which could be pretty wide. So can you um, share a little bit about that background and then maybe contrast that broad approach with your approach to social impact today? Happy to. Uh, In the past, we really did have a general focus on economic development. And as you said, quite rightly, 
a lot of things can fit into that, right? Uh, so we were giving to all sorts of things across the country. And we did a survey to see how we were doing in the minds and in the hearts of our customers, our investors, communities, et cetera, all of our stakeholders. Uh, and people said, you know, we feel really good about what U.S. Bank is doing in the community, but we can't name one thing. Uh, and so that was the challenge that we had. People knew that we were in the community and that we were engaged uh, and, and partners and listeners uh, to what's happening, to uh, the challenges communities faced across our footprint and across the country, but could not name anything that we were doing. And that was a challenge for us. So we uh, did a ton of work uh, looking at how we could more uh, how we could bring more focus to our philanthropy at U.S. Bank, uh, as well as as our uh, sort of commitment to community, generally speaking. And one of the most important things for us was to make sure that our philanthropy made sense as a bank. Uh, and I think that those who do philanthropy, corporate philanthropy, the best, it always has a connection to the core of what they do. Uh, and what that allows a company to do is bring the full force of that corporation to the community. So it's not just the philanthropy having an impact, but you have employees that have the skill sets that can impact um, and bring value to those nonprofits that you're partnering with. Uh, you can think about how your business um, line products and services also could have an impact on community. And so you really are bringing, we call it our one US bank approach uh, to community. And so that all starts with having a focus that makes sense for the organization. Uh, so through that work, we launched our community possible platform. And the three pillars of that platform are work, home, and play. So work is access to um, a job, a career, a salary that supports you and your family, uh, home, access to safe, affordable housing, uh, and then play is a bit of a differentiator for us. Uh, it's both arts and culture, uh, which are key components to economic development and, and vibrant communities, uh, but it's also safe places to play uh, uh, for, um, for youth across the country. Uh, and that has been a really fun one for us, uh, a little bit different, um, but something that um, we've, we've really enjoyed and has, has proved to be quite a differentiator. You know, those pillars kind of still give you some room to, to play, no pun intended, um, you know, and have some flexibility, but it's not quite as, I don't want to use the word generic, but I'm going to use it anyway, as generic as economic development. So I, I like that yeah. you've been able to well, focus. And that is, that is hard sometimes. Yeah, it's hard sometimes for companies to be like, well, we want to be, we want to do a little bit of everything, you know, and $45 million is not insignificant. But, you know, to your point, if people like know you're doing something, but they're like, mm, a little fuzzy on what that is. It's it's great to have a focus. So um, I'd love to talk a little bit about that home pillar a little bit more and the, the concept of housing stability. So could you talk about some of the major initiatives and partnerships that U.S. Bank has there? Happy to. Uh, so I think the home is really for us about housing stability, about safety, and, and uh, we really do see home as a foundation for which all else follows. Uh, uh, it's very hard to accomplish um, any impact uh, on economic mobility for for those um, who face the greatest barriers uh, without home, without a safe place to call home um, for your family and for your children. Uh, and we have tremendous partnerships with organizations across the country at the local level. 
Uh, and, and one of the longest standing is with Habitat um, and Habitat International. And we've been partners with Habitat across the country for over 30 years. And it's a really tremendous partnership because of, I think, the depth that uh, exists uh, in those 30 years. It's a local grants to over 300 different communities across the country, which when you think about that is pretty tremendous. Uh, it's 10,000 hours of employees um, volunteerism every single year, which is really tremendous. Uh, and so it's a really, it's a special partnership for us because the company is all in because the employees are telling us that they trust this organization, that they engage with it. They believe in the mission of the organization. And so when we were thinking about uh, expanding our partnerships within home, uh, looking at national partnerships within home. Habitat was just such a clear uh, choice for us. The trust in the Habitat brand was very important to us. The trust that we have in our brand, we take that extremely seriously. Uh, and uh, and so it just made all the sense in the world for us to, to really um, double down on that 30 years, I think altogether 125 plus million dollars uh, employees engaged across the country uh, and leverage leverage and build on that. Well, a 30-year partnership is incredibly impressive and it's amazing that you're still partners today. So one of the things that you have done differently at US Bank is that you recently signed on with Habitat as part of their Home is the Key initiative, which is, I think, a little bit different than maybe um, a little bit more involved, let's say, than uh, what has been done in the past at US Bank. So can you talk about what that entails and from your perspective? It's been so fun uh, to engage with them on this. Uh, totally different for uh, U.S. Bank. We have historically uh, and continue to be in many ways a company, uh, and this runs through the philanthropy of doers. Like we're, we're just going to go out and we're going to do it. We're going to do the right thing, whether anyone's watching or not. Uh, we don't talk a lot about all the amazing things that we have done or that we do. Uh, but, you know, we approached this relationship and we said, Habitat is doing this incredible work around the country and around the globe. Uh, and Home is the Key was a platform to elevate the conversation of affordable housing and make sure that people knew what the need around affordable housing was and what these solutions that Habitat are bringing um, to, to closing the gap in that need. Uh, and so we thought, what a, what a great way to, to just start talking about this work uh, in, in a way that we haven't done before. Um, so it was really fun. Uh, it really tested us. Um, I can tell you our marketing and branding teams were super excited uh, to engage. Um, and the Habitat team who are incredibly savvy when it comes to telling a story. Uh, you know, they put the people um, who are impacted front and center every time. Uh, because that's what storytelling is about when we're talking about philanthropy. It's not about the work that we're doing. And quite frankly, in this instance, it's not even about the work that Habitat's doing. It's about the homeowners and the families that are impacted and the way that they are using access to housing as a catalyst to elevate them and their families, um, to pull their families um, upward, that sort of upward mobility that we talk a lot about, um, breaking down those barriers to economic success for families. That, 
that that's what the families are doing, right? The the work that um, Habitat does and the work that U.S. Bank does is just a catalyst for that. Um, and we know that about Habitat, and and that really appealed to us with Home is the Key because that that's what it was about uh, was telling that story. So it was incredibly fun for us to um, engage, kind of shout from the rooftops in a way that we certainly haven't done before. Uh, and we learned a ton from the Habitat team uh, on uh, on sort of storytelling in a way that's really authentic and um, drives trust. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the lovely global pandemic mm-hmm. year of our Lord 2020. Um, I assume you've had to do a lot of pivots and specifically as it relates to your partnership with Habitat. So can you talk a little bit about how that partnership has had to flex and adapt? Mm-hmm. And if you have any kind of lessons you've learned all the w- along the way, I would love to hear those as well. Yeah. I think if we were to come up with a top 10 words uh, for 2020, some of them we would not be able to say on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, Pivot, I think, might be one of them from a, from a business point of view here. Absolutely. And we certainly have had to pivot uh, as soon as we realized that the seriousness of, of COVID-19 and um, the desperate impact that it was having on communities already facing the greatest barriers to economic success and economic mobility. Uh, we immediately repurposed. Um, at that point, it was $30 million of our grant making uh, to essentially provide our nonprofit partners as much flexibility as they needed. Uh, we, The first thing we always do when we think about a program or a change in our programming is we listen to our nonprofit partners uh, and what they're telling us. And we heard loud and clear that folks need more flexibility. They need to be able to pivot themselves. They might know, not know exactly what that looks like, uh, but they just need us to trust in them, um, which we absolutely did. And so that was uh, something that we did right away uh, was uh, essentially repurpose all of that, that $30 million dollars. With Habitat in particular, uh, you know, it was a tough one. And and I'm sure Habitat's like, you had no idea how tough it was. Um, (laughs) Because so much of what Habitat does is is in person. And and so much of the engagement that our employees love is uh, showing up, you know, on the day or for the week or as long as that particular build may may, um, uh, exist. And Engaging with their peers, meeting the meeting the family, engaging with others um, on the sites, and 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 we had built uh, a campaign around a lot of that engagement. So it, it really was um, on the backs of my team uh, and the Habitat team, just rethinking it. Uh, but we knew we didn't want to just say, "Okay, wash, m- move on," you know, um, let twenty twenty one come as soon as possible. Right. Uh, we knew we still wanted to do something because, as I just described before, like we were off the charts excited about what this opportunity meant for us, how we were going to learn, how we were going to um, tell our story in a different way. Uh, and that's exactly what we were able to do. Uh, I think out of this, whether it's the pandemic, the killing of George Floyd, the civil unrest, the conversations we're having around racial equity. Um, it has led to these tremendous ideas 
uh, that we would not have had before if not pushed, I don't think. And tremendous creativity from certainly um, the teams at U.S. Bank, uh, the Habitat team, really flexing creative muscles on, on how to engage differently yet again. Uh, and, and that's exactly what they did. So a couple examples of those. Uh, are both of which totally new to, to us that so we've learned a, a lot. And again, I think um, had quite a bit of fun with it. Uh, the first is we, we launched this, you click, we donate, donate campaign with our employees. Um, it totally surrounded around Habitat, uh, focus on a story, a Habitat story, Habitat homeowner story, the story of our partnership. Uh, and we use that engagement with employees to raise additional dollars. Uh, and that was really successful. We had over 9,000 employees connect through that um, wow. with us and with that story. Uh, and we'd never had that before. Uh, and so were we they will, clicking on a, on a story like about yeah, a habitat were, family? Okay. Yeah, they were cool. We basically said, click on the story, read about the story. And for every click, we're going to donate. Uh, and it was really, it was really powerful and, uh, something that we absolutely will consider using again, because it continues to just tell that story with our employees. Um, and it allows them to feel as though they're having an impact, even though it's difficult for them to do that in person in the way that they feel comfortable. Uh, and that's something that we heard all year, uh, all year long, continue to hear from our, our employees is just this feeling of wanting to do something and not knowing exactly how to do it. And sometimes it's just those little ways where you feel like you're contributing um, that get you through. Uh, so that was a great, a great example of what we were doing. Uh, and then the other is our social influencer campaign with Habitat, where we engaged a fabulous, diverse group of social influencers. Uh, Habitat was an amazing partner in helping identify uh, this group. Uh, and really just showcased for us how uh, Habitat approaches uh, their brand and storytelling uh, in a way that is thoughtful, authentic, creative, impactful, uh, and compelling. And it was really wonderful to be part of that. Uh, it allowed us at U.S. Bank and on our philanthropy team to engage many people from around our business lines, our social teams, our brand and marketing teams, get them involved. Uh, and uh, it was it was really exciting. Um, and something, again, new that we had not done much of before, but 100% is something that we will uh, do again moving forward. Awesome. I, and I love hearing about pivots that you're like, oh, that's a good idea. We should do that again, even when it's not COVID. <laughs> I just yeah, love they're that. all I over just, the place. All I love place. that. I love that. Um, well, one of the things that... Um, you sort of referenced peripherally earlier was that um, some of these partnerships help support your work in promoting financial literacy. So can you talk a little bit about that component of, of your partnership? And I think specifically with Habitat is how you'd reference yeah, that. Yeah, happy to. Uh, so one of the things that we do uh, on the philanthropic side within U.S. Bank is is we, we partner very closely with our financial education and financial wellness teams. Uh, and you know, when, when we think about housing, I often think back to, to buying our first house. And I had been working for a, an organization in affordable housing. I had worked on, um, you know, housing as a human right uh, at the UN. But then you like go into a process of buying a new home and every single piece of knowledge goes out the window and you don't look at how old the <laughs> like, windows are. That. And, yeah. You know, you just start thinking about, you know, what 
couch you're going to buy at Ikea to fit into this room or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, it was such a good experience because that is the challenge that everybody runs into, especially on the first time home buyer side is you don't have your financial coach or advisor or whoever it may be with you walking through these homes. We found um, through the nonprofits that I've worked with that the first six months is actually when people get into trouble after they've bought a home for the first time, because that's when you're spending, you're, you're yeah. bringing things into the home and you suddenly realize that you didn't, you know, notice the hundred year old windows, you know, with the wind coming through in a Minnesota winter or whatever. Uh, and so that, <laughs> that is where it was just, it, it rings so, so true to me, the value that any nonprofit partner of ours in the housing environment, um, they have to have a, that wraparound approach to, uh, to housing and whether it's home ownership or rental, uh, you have to be able to provide communities with access to financial coaching, housing coaching. Um, you know, those types of services are so critical. And one of the things that I think is very special about Habitat is that that has been their foundation bread and butter from the beginning. It is not just about putting someone in a home. Uh, it's about providing them all access to all these other really important, really valuable um, uh, services, products and services. And, and one of those is around the housing coaching and, and financial education. Um, I can't emphasize it enough. Uh, no matter who we are and what our background is, uh, where we grew up, it's, it's something we can all benefit from. And we know through tons of data, you know, decades and decades that it's a really critical part to making sure that, that a family or an individual is able to sustain that house in the long run, because that's ultimately the goal, right? Safe and sustainable housing uh, that provides the stability that families really need. Uh, and so that was always a critical part of any partner. It will continue to be. Uh, and uh, it's something that we greatly value about uh, Habitat. Well, and I know one of the biggest myths about Habitat is that they give away houses for free. Mm -hmm. You know, people just think like, oh, well, you build a house and that's it. And but that's not how their model works to your entire point about financial literacy and, you know, helping people create their own house. But they also have to pay for it. It's not like it's a free house. So um, and obviously there are supports along the way, like you said. So um, I think that's I think that's really important. And, you know, it's it's not you know, you don't want to give people a bunch of houses that then they cannot afford six months later because they don't yes. have the financial piece. And obviously for a bank, that's important to kind of hammer home. So thank you Very. for sharing that. All right, we're running a little bit short on time, but I do want to ask you, one of the things you mentioned earlier was that in the past, U.S. Bank had not been as comfortable talking about the good works that you do in the world, which is very, very typical, especially for large companies. They're like, we just do this because it's the right thing to do. We don't we won't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like you're, maybe you're getting a little bit more accustomed to talking about the good works, but in a very specific way by elevating the stories of the people you're able to support. Can you just talk a little bit about that change and, and what that means and what it means to the company? Yeah, I, I think I think you basically answered it for me. It, it really was uh, making sure that the the bank knew that this wasn't about talking about U.S. Bank, uh, and 
I know from my experience, my leadership knows, our teams know from their experience, either working for nonprofits or depth of experience working with nonprofits, that elevating the story of need and how those organizations are meeting that need is incredibly valuable to them. Most organizations do not have a way to amplify that. They don't have the foundation for it. They don't have the tools. It's incredibly expensive. And what a tremendous value add that we can play as an institution to elevate those individual stories. And the stories, quite frankly, while there's a need that we're addressing, the stories aren't about need. They're stories about resiliency and creativity and tenacity. And those are the stories that we're elevating in community because that's what's happening in communities. Uh, These communities are incredibly powerful. They're led by powerful individuals, um, you know, powerful families and resilient and, and really incredible. And it's those stories that are important to elevate because they, I think, change our views of how to um, look at address uh, communities that do face a lot of barriers to economic mobility. And I think changing that view, some people describe it as changing the narrative. That's so important um, to be able to see just how empowered and incredible these communities, the community leaders, the organizations serving these communities are. Uh, And so we are doing this in service of that. Fantastic. Well, Sophie, thank you so, so much for coming on Cause Talk Radio and talking a little bit more about all of your good works in the world. Where can people learn more about U.S. Bank and all of your social impact efforts online if they'd like to do that? It's a, um, so you can go to usbank.com uh, backslash uh, community possible and learn about us. You can um, find us if you just land on our usbank.com uh, page as well. And, uh, you know, I've had just a wonderful time here today connecting with you and want to thank you for the opportunity amazing well we will put all of that in the show notes which you can find online at engageforgood.com we will look forward to continuing the conversation sophie thank you again and thank you for all the good works you guys are doing in the world thank you so much 